And welcome to set two of the January edition of DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com. We have some fantastic stuff lined up for this set, but I will tell you about that later. First, let's listen to some good live music. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. 
And you're listening to DC Scene and Review, your monthly podcast of live recordings from around the DMV, produced by DCMusicReview.com and brought to you by your local tapers. I'm your host, Will Urquhart. And those tracks you just heard were from Sky's debut at Bassa Bistro and Lounge. Uh, for those of you that missed it, it was an awesome night. They packed the room for the debut. Um, and you can check them out again, opening up for the Beards uh, later this month on February 18th. Uh, so we're super excited for that. And the Beards are releasing an EP at that. So that should be a lot of fun. We're going to do something just a little bit different for this show. We're going to talk about an album. And this is because one of our DC music reviews Review contributors Abby Guinness wrote a fantastic review of Justin Trawick's new album, and I want everyone to read this, which you can find at dcmusicreview.com under the album reviews section. Uh, but I also invited Abby to come tell us a little bit about it. So, Abby, thank you for joining the show. My pleasure. Um, so, let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit about this album you reviewed. Uh, yeah, so this is Justin Trawick's uh, debut EP. Um, it's him and so official title of the band is Justin Trawick and the Common Good. Um, so on the track, it's about five completely original songs and including a cover of Oasis's Wonderwall. And that in itself feels like a completely unique track of the, um, that in, its, in itself. Um, but actually, after speaking with him at his album release party the other week, he said that his fans and fan friends and family have been hearing these songs for a while. So it's just recently that it's been compiled and released into a studio product. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, the band has actually been playing together for over 10 years, but this is just their very first studio release, which is very exciting. Cool. And how exactly is that like Wonderwall song sort of different from what we know it as? So I feel like the original is just kind of flowy and dreamy. And this one kind of breaks up the lyrics a bit. So it seems more... Um, I guess he characterizes characterizes himself as a, an Americana band, so yeah. I guess it's kind of more hip and a bit more dancey, and it doesn't really make you sleepy at all, you know? Not that they, nothing against the original, but this one's a bit more upbeat. <laughs> right, all right, cool. Um, so tell us, what's uh, sort of your favorite part about this album? What what should people really you know be looking out for? Um, well, I think it's a pretty diverse album, um, despite its length. Like, it's pretty short, but still, I feel like there's a lot of variation in it. Um, there are two really great songs that I want to pinpoint, um, which are All That I Lack and All the Places That I've Been. Um, compared to the rest of the album, they're a bit slower in tone, but I think the lyrics are something to really listen to. Um, they're really thought-provoking and pretty smart. So um, the other ones are a bit more dancey and poppy. Um, I think these ones that are scattered within the EP are really, really good and break up the tone a bit. Can you uh, give us an example of one of the, the lyrics that you like? Uh, yeah. Give me a minute. There was one. So in all that I lack, I believe. Yeah, there's a good lyric where it says, all that I need is still all that I lack. Just the love from a friend who won't love me back. I don't know, that just made me really sad, but also kind of just like made me nostalgic for old friendships and stuff like that. So yeah, it actually made me think, which was exciting in modern lyrics. Because I feel like sometimes it's just kind of poppy. And this one I actually felt something, which is nice. Nice. Um, and tell us, you mentioned uh, he had an EP release party. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, so I believe it was January 26th at the Wharf, uh, or at the, yeah, in the Wharf, Pearl Street Warehouse. Yep. Um, so actually, the venue typically seats about 250 people, I believe. But um, Justin was saying that when they first released the tickets, it sold out. Um, so they actually cleared out some seating and added uh, room for about 
uh, 50 more tickets, I believe. And then those sold out. Um, so they released like 25 more, I believe. Um, so basically the band sold out the venue three times, which is pretty <laughs> incredible. Um, and yeah, there were two really good openers there, the Junior Bryce Band and Josh R.D. and Laura Love, who were both really good and different tones from Justin. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was crazy. He had a lot of fans there too. So there's a girl behind me who knew every lyric to every song, which I was very impressed with. So um, yeah, he's got a really good fan base and support base with uh, friends and family. Yeah. Um, and sadly, we didn't have any tapers there, so we don't have any audio of it. He may, but we personally don't. Um, but he does have some shows coming up again, right? Yeah. Um, I was just looking. It seems like he plays here pretty regularly at the Rock and Roll Hotel. Um, yep. So later this month, I think February 16th, and then later again in March. So yeah um, and i think he, he makes it up to new york at the end of february too so if you know anyone here is going to new york you can check him out up there as well mm-hmm. just get your tickets in advance i guess yeah <laughs> yeah no that's absolutely right um cool so uh before we get back into listen to a little more music is there anything else you want to mention about this album um not really i think it's just definitely worth a listen um if you are fans of uh, I think he calls himself um, any f- fans of the tallest man on earth or David Gray, the Avett brothers. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of Americana, but also a lot of indie. So I think if you're looking to branch out and just check out some new, new music, it's a great local artist to to know. All right. Well, Abby, thank you very much for taking some time to join us. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Abby is a contributor at DC Music Review, so you can find more of her articles on our website. But thank you for coming on in or phoning no on in. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. Um, and we're going to get back to some more music. This is DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com.
Louise, les amis de ce
listening to DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart. Those tracks you just heard were Todd's Tots by Spafford from their sold-out show at Union Stage. Then we had Cryptical Envelopment into The Other One by Better Off Dead at Gypsy Sally's. And we have a lot more music to cover in this set, so I'm not going to waste any more time talking. You're listening to DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com.
our night will not be complete. And we must pay homage to Fela. Every clap of Fela Kuti be a reminder of our resilience. Never let go. Break up that prison system. That industrial system that says. Don't do this, don't say that, don't hear that, just follow, 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 don't follow, 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 follow,
never mind I don't look my parts I'm a human being like you and you I say Hmm I need to
And you're listening to DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com. I'm your host, Will Urquhart. And those tracks you just heard were Lady of Fire by Danger Muffin at the 930 Club on January 20th, opening up for the infamous String Dusters. Um, and then Al Bagdan by Antibalas. And I have no idea if I pronounced that song right, uh, but that was them playing at the Hamilton on January 12th. And that audio was recorded by Alex Leary. Now, before before we get to an encore and close out the show, Rudy is going to join us one more time to give us a preview of what's coming up in February. Uh, so, Rudy, what's on your list of shows to catch? So, I think there's like a really great, like, sort of 10, 10 day run uh, with a bunch of stuff in February from uh, February 9th to February 18th, um, where they're just like, we are stacked with shows to go to. Um, you start on that Friday, uh, the first. It's the first night of the four-night Tedeschi Trucks Band run at the Warner Theater, which yep. is split up over two weekends this year. They've been doing three-night runs the last couple of years, but they're going to do uh, two shows Friday, Saturday of the, the 9th and 10th, and then a Friday, Saturday the next weekend. And, I mean, if you haven't seen Tedeschi Trucks Band at, at this point, it's like kind of what are you waiting for? Yeah. They're just one of the best bands of, of their kind, just a big, soulful rock band that will give you, you know, sort of, those Almond Brother vibes you're looking for, and maybe an Almond Brothers cover, and Susan Chedesky is such a great voice, and both Derek and Susan, you know, kill it on the guitar, obviously, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's just always a fun time to go see them play, no matter what the set list is, and you've got four chances, uh, to see them at the Warner, but I believe a couple of those shows are sold out at this point. And then, um, and then some after parties too connected to those. Yes, there's also after parties. I believe both Saturdays with the Ron Holloway band at the Hamilton. Yep. Um, I believe. I think one uh, of them might be a Friday. I'll look that up while you okay. tell us some more stuff. Um, and then that uh, that Friday as well, um, local funk and soul band Aztec Sun uh, is going to be playing at headlining at Pearl Street Warehouse. Yep. And, uh, well, I believe you have some uh, some sort of uh, breaking well, news about Aztec Sun, right? Well, we they did break some news very recently. Um, they're going to be going into the uh, to the studio with Alan Evans, actually his studio, Iron Wax Recording Studios, up in Massachusetts. Um, and this came about they opened for uh, Everyone Orchestra um, a little while back. I believe it was October. I think we actually we played a track from that um, yep. with Alan Evans on it uh, in our first episode, Revolution. Um, and apparently Alan Evans really liked them. So he's bringing them in to make a studio. Um, and we think that's really awesome. This will be their last show, at least the last one they have on the calendar before heading up north to Massachusetts to make cool. that album. So yeah, that sounds, that's going to be great. Um, and then there's a great little, uh, three night run, a little midweek three night run, run if you, if you want to make it, uh, starting on, on, on Fat Tuesday, uh, the 13th, uh, Chris Jacobs band is going to be, uh, Headlining uh, a Mardi Gras party at Union Stage, and yep. and this will be Chris's first show at Union Stage. And, yep. and I don't know about you, Will, but Chris is my favorite local musician, and and, and has been for a long time. Oh, absolutely! Uh, Chris was, of course, the the, the sort of co leader of, of the Bridge, um, which is how I got to know his music, and uh, has since uh, sort of broken off into a solo career um, based in Baltimore has a great, really tight band, and, and they haven't actually played a show locally in a couple months, so I'm excited to uh, to see how they're sounding. Um, they just did a show with Amy Helm at the 8x10 in, in, in Baltimore 
uh, last month that I listened to a recording of, and they just they sounded really tight. Yeah. So I'm excited. And he's to, got a uh, he's got a big tour coming up that's not yeah, at yeah, all local. Of, um, I believe this is part of his uh, his big tour. Yep. Um, and uh, and yeah, so they're probably going to be sounding locked in. And uh, since it's uh, a Mardi Gras party, I'm sure there'll be a, a, a New Orleans cover or two. He's been known to do uh, to do uh, meter songs like "Just Kiss My Baby" and, and "Hey Pocky Way." So it'd be nice to be throws one of those in there. Yep. Um, um, before then, we uh, move on, I just okay. want to run back to the uh, Tedeschi after parties. Um, the first one is a Saturday, is Saturday, February 10th. The second one is the Friday, February 16th. Okay, cool. And they're both with Ron Holloway Band? Yes, yeah, at the Hamilton. Cool. Yep. Cool, as usual. And, and in the past, if you don't know, uh, I believe Susan has definitely made appearances. A whole um, number of people have, yeah. Possibly oh, yes. Kofi, Kofi Burbridge as well, I think, has made appearances uh, late night at the Hamilton. So if you yep. show up, there's a, there's a chance that uh, one of the many members of Jeffy Truck's band will uh, will show up at that show as well. Yep. Um, then on Valentine's Day, uh, Wednesday the 14th, is a show I think uh, a lot of people are are looking either looking forward to or looking to figure out a way to get a ticket for. <laughs> I was going to say, not as many people are looking forward to it as we would like, but, you know. Um. Uh, Trey Anastasio is going to be uh, doing his first... Uh, I believe first ever solo show in in DC at at Six and I. Yep. Um, this is part of his first uh, major uh, solo tour. He uh, he did he did a couple shows last year playing solo, and uh, you know one cool thing about this is that it's in a synagogue, which is cool. Um, it's also a very small venue for Trey, um, and it's just you know it's it's an interesting way to get to see him play these songs. I mean, you know, a lot of as we know, a lot of jam bands sort of get a bad rap for, for not having the songwriting chops of some other bands. So it's always interesting when uh, one of those singers uh, and guitarists wants to sort of like strip their songs down and just break them down to their core elements. And, and I think you get to see how strong those songs are yeah. when, when someone presents them in a solo acoustic setting like that. And, and I'm sure there'll be some storytelling and, and some banter and stuff that you you wouldn't get at your average fish show. Yep. And we will be on hand there. Uh, I'm, I've got a ticket, so I'm going to be going up there and taping. Awesome. Um, we printed out like 200 little Valentine's heart stickers for it that we'll be handing out. So <laughs> look around for us. That's great. Um, and then the next night, uh, Umphreys McGee is going to make their debut at the Anthem. And, and yep. I'm very excited that they... Uh, you know, one of the things about the Anthem that I was excited about was that it meant these bands that were sort of too big for 9.30 and were sort of forced to play Echo Stage uh, would mm -hmm. be able to move to a new venue. Um, and so now Empress, who played Echo Stage the last couple times, um, is going to get to play the Anthem. And I mean, obviously they're a band that is perfect for that for that kind of room. They've yeah. got a great light, light show, which is one thing we didn't talk about when we talked about the Disco Biscuits earlier is how amazing their light show was. And, and getting to see that light show, like, feel too big for 930 club and then like just perfect at, at the anthem yeah the anthem really was it was a good canvas for it that just massive open room um, oh yeah really yeah. just let those lasers stretch all over the place and i'm sure that'll be the case at umphreys as well and also yeah. as a bonus marcus king band is opening the umphreys show and, and yeah he's been coming through a lot uh the last couple of years um especially at the hamilton and if you haven't gotten a chance to see him i, I highly recommend getting there early for marcus i mean he's He's certainly uh, heavily influenced by by Warren Haynes uh, and that kind of southern sort of guitar hero uh, thing. Uh, yep. But he he stands on his own and he's got a really tight like kind of muscle shoulder style band with him and and he's a 
solid songwriter and a, and a good singer and an excellent guitarist and uh and I think I think that's going to be nice and I'm sure sure there's a chance that he might uh he might sit in for for a tune with uh with Humphreys which would be a, a treat. Yeah, and also on a note, this was the best ticket price for a show at Anthem yet, $35 for General, 55 for the Super oh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, so me and my friends are trying out some suit, the Super Excellent seats because nice. why not at that price? Um, but you know, it's nice to see that not every show there is going to be like 75 or $150. Sure, sure. Um, cause. Um, and then, uh, you get, after that, you get two more nights of, uh, of Tedeschi Trucks Band, um, yep. and the, the after party we discussed earlier. And then, uh, you can close it out on, on Sunday the 18th with, uh, with a little local showcase at, uh, at Songbird and Adam Morgan. Uh, the Beards are going to be putting out a, uh, an EP. It's an EP release show for them. And then, uh, the new band Sky is going to be playing, um, I believe their second show. Yep. Yeah, that is their second show. They debuted this month. We're going to have some music from them later on in the show here. Uh, or earlier on in the show, I should say, because uh, this is the ending. Uh, but uh, um, but yeah, and then the one other show I wanted to mention is Choose Your Own Adventure, um, a oh, great yeah. little band from just a little bit down south. Uh, they have an EP release going on uh, with Budokans at uh, Gypsy Sally's. Um, and I think that one will be really good. I just caught Gina Sobel last, uh, not last night, uh, the the 31st um for her strathmore residence and she is just uh fantastic one that room is gorgeous it's you know for someone that goes to a ton of shows at like gypsy sally's and 930 club it's very different to you know be somewhere where everyone's dressed up a little and this was at the mansion right yeah it was in the mansion Uh, you know it's like in in front of a gorgeous fireplace it really the room sounds great it looks great and uh, her and her band, they're just so talented. Um, so people should and definitely Choose check Adventure that out. Is, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that mostly improvised? Yeah. Um, so they do, you know, like live composing. So they, like one of their songs, Flight Pattern, um, they said they have like, you know, four very different versions of it, essentially. And they're like, we're going to play the one that's sort of off our album. And then at the end, they were like, actually, that was nothing like the one off the album. That was our sort of <laughs> surf swing. Um, they, I mean, they really do sort of make it up on the spot um, a little bit. You know, they have some like sort of structure to songs, but then it's, like I said, it's it's live composed. Um, right. Yeah, you know, okay. Sort so of jazzy, to, funky. Calling back to an earlier discussion, if you, if you dig circles around the sun, there's certainly a chance you'd like this kind of vibe as well yeah yeah i agree um and really just some phenomenally talented people um so yeah unless you've got anything else i think we'll uh get to our encore here that's a good uh i think that's a good list to uh to get people through february um and uh yeah i mean we're 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 in the thick of uh, a great batch of shows as as is sort of usual around this time of year for dc um and uh and then march is going to be right around the corner and March is another stacked month and I'm, I'm sure I'll be back here uh, next month to talk about that. And I'll, I'll say if anyone can make it to all 10 of those shows that you mentioned in that little 10 night run there, um, we'll get them like a, you know, DC music review shirt or maybe a Josh Briggs yeah, graphic shirt. <laughs> so show us, show us your ticket subs. If you made it to all 10, you know, show me a picture of you at every single one and we'll, we'll give you a little gift. <laughs> All right. Well, Rudy, thank you very much for coming on. We're looking forward to having you as a more regular contributor here. Um, uh, yeah, thank you. Of course, Will. Thanks and, for having me. 
And we're going to close out the show with our encore track now. Uh, the infamous String Dusters came through the 930 Club, and then about 10 days later, they won a well-deserved Grammy for their bluegrass album, Laws of Gravity. So we've got a track from their show that comes to us off that album. The song is called Black Elk, and we'll be back next month with another episode of DC Scene and Review, produced by DCMusicReview.com.
Thank you guys so much.